0: Welcome to the Launch with Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose driven women who are ready to embrace a feminine approach to launching. We'll be chatting all things cycle awareness and using your intuitive superpowers combined with the more practical aspects of launching like systems, workflows, planning, and tech. I'm your host, Laura from Laura in Order, systems queen, cycle awareness coach, and lover of launches. My mission is to show you that launching can be fun and easy. That you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm, and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Launch with Flow podcast. Today we're talking all about live lead magnets for your launch. So if you are in the planning stages for your next launch and you're wondering what free resources or lead magnets you could use and what work best, today's episode is perfect for you. Now, we know that the purpose of our launches is to take our potential clients on a journey so they know what it feels like to work with you, the transformation that is possible. We want to get them to the point that if it feels like the right decision for them, clicking the buy now button is an absolute no brainer. Now, when it comes to launches, live lead magnets are one of the best and easiest way to convert people into paying clients. You could use webinars, you could use challenges, or as I prefer to call them, experiences, or maybe even a virtual summit, or perhaps it's a combination of the three. There are so many options available. But choose the option that will allow you to really show up and give value just by being you. You are what they have come for. Show up, shine, give a ton of value and make it so that for those people where it is the next best step for them, it becomes an absolute no-brainer for them to purchase and join you in your course or your membership. So let's explore those three options. So the first is webinars. Now webinars, or you may prefer to call them a free training or a workshop or a masterclass. Call it whatever you like. Totally fine by me. Webinars are by far the simplest and the easiest when it comes to comparing them against challenges and summits. So if this is your first launch or maybe you're really early into running webinars and that kind of thing, they are definitely the best place to get started. So why are webinars so good? Well, As I said, they're really quick and easy to set up and run. They don't require a big amount of energy to get the tech up and running and everything all into place. Webinars are also great for having that live engagement, that conversation, building those relationships with your audience. And we know that when people can interact with you, you're a real life person that they have access to. They're going to have a higher chance of converting into paying clients, obviously, if it makes sense for them. And the beauty of a webinar is that once you've set it up and you've run it once, you can deliver it again and again. So you can use it again for your next launch if you want to. You've got all of the collateral, all of the sign-up pages, the emails, the slides, everything's there. You might tweak it, update it, improve it, but everything is already there and ready to go and it just becomes so much easier. So webinars are a great place to start. But there are some downsides to webinars as well. Webinars are, of course, time limited. I normally suggest keeping them to about an hour, any longer, and I think people tend to switch off. And I don't know about you, but I've definitely signed up for webinars in the past, anticipating that they would be about an hour and they have gone on and on and on, or perhaps you signed up, couldn't attend live, go to watch the replay and realize that it's over two hours. Now, I know that people think that they're giving all of this value and it's really amazing, And I'm sure it is. But if you've got two hours worth of content to deliver in a webinar, it should probably be either created as a challenge, which we'll talk about in a moment, or maybe split up into a couple of webinars. Be respectful of people's time and attention. Now, one of the other cons of running a webinar is that, of course, you pick a time and a date and not everyone can turn up live, particularly when you have a global audience and you need to cater for all of those different time zones. Now, of course, you can run the webinar a couple of different times to cater for those different time zones, but people are always going to have commitments that they won't be able to get out of in order to attend live. Unless you can make a really compelling reason or you can write really great emails, even less people tend to watch the replay. Now, as I said, if you're just starting out, this is your first launch and you've never run live lead magnets before, webinars are a really great place to start. So the second option is running a challenge, or as I said, I prefer to call them experiences. The word challenge inherently has this energy of being hard or difficult or something that people have to overcome. The word experience feels a little lighter, like it's giving people a taste test of what it is like to work with you. So that is my personal preference. Now, running a three or a five day experience is a really great way for potential clients to work through with you part of the process that you take clients through. They can get the tangible results. They can see the transformation. They can see what is possible before they even get to hitting the buy now button. As I said, you would normally run them over the course of three or five days. Each day, the participants would receive, you know, an email or perhaps you would show up live or there's a quick video. And it would take people through that process and each day you would continue to build on that. So by the time they get to the end of it, they've gone through this process. They've been able to implement it and get some really good results. So the pros of running a challenge. As I said, it gives people that really good practical taste test of what you offer. And it can, in some ways, be better at demonstrating your value than a webinar. Because you're doing it over a series of days, people have that accountability to keep showing up and to keep taking action. It's all well and good to turn up for a webinar, think, yes, I'm going to implement all of the things that I learned, and then forget about it as soon as you're finished watching the webinar. So the beauty of having an experience or a challenge is that you're doing it over a couple of days. So even if people fall behind, They've got that accountability to keep going and to do the practical work. People can get real results quickly and easily before they even purchase. So this is the beauty of the challenge. They're implementing and they're seeing what is possible. And just like webinars, experiences or challenges can be delivered more than once. So once you've delivered it once, you've got all of the collateral, the sign-up pages, the emails, the content, all of that there. And you can use it again next time with a few tweaks and updates. The downsides of running an experience were a challenge. Most people who sign up won't start. And if they do get started, they are probably not going to make it all the way through to the end of the experience. So that is something to be aware of. You need to structure it in a way that keeps people wanting to come back for more, keeping them engaged in that process. You're going to need to make sure that you've got daily emails and social posts and things out there reminding people to come and join in and to do their homework and to actually take the action. You might also want to look at investing in ads to keep people engaged. So for those people that have signed up, they're going to see ads on Facebook or on Instagram that are leading them through to the day's Facebook Live if that's how you're choosing to run it. And of course, it probably goes without saying that delivering a challenge requires more time and effort compared to delivering a webinar. Obviously, once you've run it once, you've got everything there and you're good to go. But don't forget that you yourself have to show up for the three or the five days. You are energetically going to be holding space for these people. So make sure that you have prepared your energy before you start the experience I would highly recommend that you run it in your late follicular or your ovulation phases so you can make the most of your high energy phase of your cycle, but don't discount the energetic side of things as well in that. And then it's not just about you showing up and delivering the content, but you're holding space. You're holding this container open for these people. Now option number three for a live lead magnet for your launch is a virtual summit. So, summits are typically run over a couple of days and involve showcasing not only yourself, but other people who support your niche with complimentary services. Now, you could choose to deliver the summit live, maybe it's pre recorded. Totally up to you and your preference. Live is always great because you get that real time engagement and communication with your audience. That interaction really helps to build and strengthen relationships. But sometimes pre recorded is more practical, particularly if you are working across time zones. So, what are the great things about running an online summit? Well, they are obviously a really great way to expand your reach and exposure and that of your invited speakers as well. So, if you are hosting the summit, you are not only going to be presenting to your audience. But you're also getting access and exposure to the audience of your invited speakers. And likewise, those speakers are getting exposure to your audience and the audience of other speakers. So summits are a really great way for expanding your reach and exposure. Summits are also fantastic at helping you build your authority and position yourself as a leader in your industry. When you're showing up in a virtual summit as the expert in XYZ, whatever it is that you do you're really cementing and positioning yourself as an expert in this area. Now, the downsides for running a summit. I have been behind the scenes in a number of summits now, and I can tell you, it is no joke. They take a lot of work, and I mean a lot of work, because you're not only preparing sign-up pages and emails and all of those things for yourself, you're also having to coordinate with other people, Not everyone is always at the same level of tech savviness, comfortable with the tech, coordinating schedules, etc, etc. Do not underestimate the amount of work required when running a summit. Now, much like a challenge or experience, because the summits tend to run over a couple of days, you're going to need to have things in place to keep people engaged, to keep people showing up, to keep people interested whether that's daily emails, wrap up emails, reminder emails, um, maybe greater investment in ads to make sure that people who have signed up are seeing the reminders pop up as ads on their social media. But you are going to have to work harder at creating that community and getting people there live. And the last thing to consider when it comes to launching is that summits don't necessarily convert people into your paid offering. Because they involve so many different speakers, they're great, as I said, for reach and exposure, but not necessarily for bringing people into your paid offerings. Because people are getting access to yourself and your content, but also other people's content, your message can potentially get a little lost or a little diluted when it comes to a summit. So that's just something to think about. Maybe a summit is a great list building activity that you take on between your launches to grow your reach and exposure and your list before you actually head into a specific launch. So those are the three options. As I said, for each of them, there are pros and cons. Webinars are definitely my favorite. They are the easiest and they typically get the most engagement because they're really easy for people to show up to. Challenges or experiences are really great for taking people through that process and letting them see some really tangible transformation and results. And as I mentioned, summits are great for reach and exposure and getting in front of new audiences. Now, when it comes to launching, I truly believe that doing live lead magnets is one of the best things that you can do. When you show up live, it is easy for people to connect with you, to engage with you, for you to build that connection and the engagement and that relationship with your community. When people feel like they have access to you and you're a real person and you're answering their questions and engaging with them and you're building that relationship, it is going to be so much easier to help them make the decision whether you are the right person to work with them and for them to go on and click that buy now button. So when it comes to planning out your next launch, I highly, highly recommend that you have at least one live lead magnet incorporated into your launch plan. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope that that gave you some great insight, some ideas for what type of lead magnets you might use for your next launch. I will see you on next week's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the with flow podcast if you are ready for a different approach to launching one that embraces your strengths and aligns with your cycle an approach that doesn't feel overwhelming or require hustle then check out my program launch with flow there are self-study group support and vip support options available you can find all the details at launchwithflow.com